Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about just broken hearts and shattered dreams. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm Ann. I'm Bridget. This week, we watched uh, something a little different than we normally <laughs> watch on Lifetime. I picked A Tale of Two Corys, which is the very dramatic retelling the story of Corey Haim and Corey Phil. And it was a bummer. Boy, it was. Yeah. I mean, it's really not anything really. we didn't already know, but it's just, no. man, you just are like, boy, Hollywood does not give a fuck about young people. <laughs> yeah. Especially back then. Holy boy, shit. Oh boy. Now, before we start here, growing up, were you team Haim or team Feldman? I will tell you that I don't think I even really knew who Haim was. So I was like Team Feldman all the way. Oh, see, I loved Corey Haim. I was and I didn't Corey see Haim. Lost Boys until I watched it for your other podcast. That's so. right. Um, yeah, I was I always really liked Corey Haim. And my dad, for some reason, was always like very much like, oh, Corey Feldman is fucking crazy, and like his family is fucking batshit crazy, and like he's got issues but clearly Corey Haim had some fucking issues too uh, just because you yeah. come from a lovely home with a beautiful Swedish mother right Swedish something? I had no idea and then what it, she was supposed her to be. accent only started like halfway through the movie right yeah it seemed like they were <laughs> like eh, just stop trying to hide it yeah you're Swedish now don't worry we'll make you sing a lullaby that obviously is from Sweden so weird <laughs> Well, anyways, guys, we're going to jump in here. We start in uh, 1984 in L.A. And this movie kind of goes back and forth being narrated by the Corys, right? So we have, we're starting out with uh, Corey Feldman, little Corey Feldman, who's what, maybe 12 at this time, 13. It was like Goonies. It was like, yeah, right. Yeah, it must have been how old he was. Um, The actor, well, I thought he did a, a fine job acting i guess like just in a general sense <laughs> sorry my cat's doing yoga, yoga behind <laughs> me this kid looked like he should be in a john cusack movie of like a he looked like a young john cusack yeah i thought the guy they got to play older Corey feldman looked a little more like him and honestly in his voice kind of sounded exactly like him which was yeah weird, was but weird. the younger kid they were like overcompensating for his face by having crazy wigs oh my god that long one was bananas uh we meet his mom we meet Corey feldman's mom who is Oof. just a party animal horrible mother just wants to drink and go out and like is forcing him to be an actor and is like no you gotta learn these lines i'm going out to get hammered bye and when you try to have uh, a snack I'm going to call you a pig. Yeah, I know. Like, Jesus Christ. I know. I know. Now we cut to Corey Haim, sweet little Corey Haim with his like precious, adorable family who are like supportive and wonder. It's like an after school special with this I family. know. I looked it up. His mom was um, born in Israel. Oh. So that's what that accent, I guess, was supposed to be. Well, okay. Sounded Swedish to me, but all right. Um, so Corey Haim is like, Hey, I kind of want to like try and make it. And mom is supportive. And dad's like, well, I don't know. Uh, you should probably try out for the hockey team, but I love you, son. And we'll support you, whatever you want to do. Did you recognize his dad? Yeah. He's a comedian who was on mm -hmm. the Sonic commercials, but he's funny. He is. He's in a ton of stuff. I recognize him most from another period. I don't know if you ever watched that show on comedy central, but, um, it's like a time, what's that called? A period piece. It's like a time show. That's <laughs> what my brain told me. <laughs> oh, no. But it's like really funny. Anyway, he's from no, Brian he's good. And then um, I forget his name. Bob in Enos Ennis, the guy from Mr. Show. He's in here, too. Wait, I... Um, Wait, hold on. I have the cast up. Why did I? John, I... John Ennis. 
in E-N-N-I-S. He's like on Comedy Bang Bang and shit. Yeah. Wait, who was he? He is like the guy towards the end. He's Corey Feldman's like manager who was like, I got a reality show for you. That's all that they're willing to give. Oh, yeah. I could not figure out where Which I knew I that guy from. That was such a weird thing for him to be in because I've only ever seen him in like weird sketch comedy stuff. There was some weird casting. Yeah, so him, Brian Husky, is a comedian. And then at one point, there's a guy doing a news report. And I'm like, (laughs) that's Michael Carbonaro, the magician prankster from True TV. He has a show called The Carbonaro Report. I was like, why is he a reporter? Do you know who I thought was the funniest person in this movie was the, what do you call the director? The little thing that you slap down oh yeah i don't i don't remember what the little like screen yeah like rolling take off um but the guy who was doing that during the the burbs was like so fucking funny to me i know he was really good Uh, anyway so Corey haim lands an audition he's gonna be in a movie mom takes him to his trailer she's wearing this like acid wash canadian tuxedo looked fantastic oh boy <laughs> he uh is like all right cool i got my trailer it was lucas right is that the movie his first yeah movie? have you seen that i haven't no i've never even heard of it um so great he's having a great time on set filming his lines being a real professional like he's really like oh wow this kid's going places mm-hmm. and then then it all just Tumbles down in this moment here. Oh God, this manager. What I was guess, he? I guess he was a manager. Just some skeezy ass motherfucker is like, well, hey, little thirteen-year-old boy, <sighs> you want to be part of the Hollywood Boys Club, right? I gotta teach you a thing or two. Come with me into your trailer and like. The manipulation tactics were so gross to me. Like, oh, you don't know how to talk to girls. Well, like, I'll teach you a few things. There's like the girls club and the boys club. Yeah, and and like, he was like, how many girls you've been with? Uh, none, because I'm fucking 13. 13. Like, what the fuck, man? Get Ugh. off my dick. Literally. Literally. <laughs> it was so upsetting. It was so, so gross. Upsetting. And you know, it was like probably worse than that. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. I mean? just so fucking fucking nasty um we cut to the goonies set michael jackson shows up oh my god Corey feldman is like (laughs) fucking obsessed with michael jackson so michael jackson shows up in like you know one of his little sequin tuxedos because that's what you walk around in all of the time yeah and he like meets Corey Feldman and Corey Feldman like dances for him. He's like, yes. <laughs> Corey Feldman is like, like I've seen him dance before. Like obviously we've grown up watching Corey Feldman yeah. dance Michael Jackson. He's not like great. I mean, he's better than me, but like I've seen a lot better Michael Jackson in person <laughs> dance wise. Like there are like five-year-old kids out there that I can look up on TikTok right now. And there's 8,000 that are going to be better. Yeah. I don't know why it was always such like a, my God, he fucking loves dancing like Michael. It was strange that <laughs> that we ever cared about it. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so now we're in 1986. Corey Haim is moving to L.A. with his fam uh, so he can be part of the action. Right. Um, he is smoking weed now because he's trying to deal with the trauma of being raped and molested by men in hollywood and i imagine it's not just this one guy i imagine no. this at this point it's been more than one passed around a bit Ugh. fucking disgusting i hate it. It, it this whole movie was so hard for me there were so just, many scenes where i was like <laughs> man that one there was that one documentary about Ugh. this and it I, I don't even think i finished it because it was so hard elman's in it a lot right yeah it was like just too it was too disturbing because it's like i know that happened i know like and it's, it's awful nothing nothing's gonna stop 
nothing is ever going to stop. It's so fucking gross. Um, so Corey Feldman is getting bullied at school because his like, he's very protected at home. I mean, by abusive fucking parents, his mm-hmm. mom and dad are split up, but his mom is horrible, but he's not allowed to do anything because his baby face is how he makes that money. And right. like, so he's getting bullied at school, um, gets beat up a little bit. He goes home. His mom is hammered. And then she gets pissed because she's like, your face. What did you do to your face? You piece <clears throat> of shit. So he gets a gun from his grandpa's war stuff. Oh, and is like boy. sitting in the tub and is about to kill himself. And then ring, ring. It's Corey Haim on the phone. Oh, hey, man. Hey. It's me, Corey Haim, and I heard we're going to be working on Lost Boys together. So I just wanted to give you a call and say what's up and that, say like, out. stop Corey Feldman from killing himself. They're going to have a dad day at the beach with their dads. I thought this was so cute. <laughs> it was so fucking cute. Although Corey Feldman's dad is played by Patrick Muldoon. <laughs> And this guy, throw a fucking mustache on this guy. And I'm telling you, like, you're on a lot of lists, buddy. You are a creep. It turned him into a skis. Like, oh, my God. The snap. No. At the snap. I'm just making up words today. So just go. But it was it was cute, like, to see them all having a little football game. Although Mm. his dad was a dick. Like, because Corey Feldman, obviously not a very athletic Mm. uh, youth so like he wasn't doing super great with the nerf football in this very serious game between four people i just saw in my notes something that i thought was really funny while they were playing football is that for some reason they say one banana two banana three banana four like instead of a hot hot hike no that's what they say in professional football don't you ever hear that when you watch sports, Bridget. What is I'm laughing and I and Andrew was like, it's just guys being guys. It's, it's just like that's locker room talk, Bridget. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> One banana, two banana, three banana, four. So this is when they become BFFs because mm-hmm. guess what, guys? Their names are both Corey. They both are actors. They both like the number 22, although Corey, Corey Haim, it's 222 because it's a perfect number and you can divide. So you can divide, divide it by any number, by any number. That doesn't sound right. Nope. Let's see. 222 divided Div- by 13. 63. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Corey? Well, I guess, I guess Corey Haim's dad was supportive, but maybe not the best at math. <laughs> Because it was like their special thing. <laughs> so they're like, okay, we're going to hang out and we're going to Corey Haim's house. We're going to party. We're going to go out in the backyard and guess what we're going to do. We're going to play with this giant blow up doll like uh, on a slip and slide, which I thought was actually probably what like fucking 14 year old boys would do with a mm-hmm. blow up doll. They would mm-hmm. be like, what can, how can we like be destructive in the non-sexy way about this? <laughs> I know. Let's like- ride it down a slip and slide. <laughs> it's so funny. It is really funny. They okay. Right before that, Haim gives Feldman a gift, and it's like a comedy album. Yeah, vinyl. But I couldn't like figure out if we were supposed to find that relevant to anything. I don't know. I didn't know who it was even supposed to be. Like it said, it like Steve. A some, oh. oh, I thought I said so. I was like, is it supposed to be Steve Martin? But then it looked like fucking like Gallagher on the <laughs> for some reason in my memory. And I will say that. Oh, I'm what? so sorry. For some reason, I thought your phone was in my screen. And I was like, what the fuck? It's going to get you. So sorry. Um, when I watched this last night, I had um imbibed and I broke my foot, guys, and I was in a lot of pain. For some reason, my foot felt it was probably things happening in my brain because of things I took. 
Like what felt like the ant in Harry Potter, like it just blows up and then flies away. Oh it God. hurt. It felt like it was blowing up in my cast, and like I thought it was gonna explode. <laughs> freaking me out. Like a blood pressure monitor that just keeps yeah. going. It was awful. I was in pain for hours. Oh my God, Bridget. I was like crying. <laughs> so in my memory, the picture on the cover of that vinyl album <laughs> was the fat lady from Hairspray the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's probably wrong because you said it looked like Gallagher. So yeah, I mean maybe it was Did Gallagher, Gallagher in Hairspray. <laughs> Gallagher got a great new casting opportunity for you. <laughs> Gallagher in Hairspray. Let's oh, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm sorry your foot is so fucked up. It's much better today. I mean, hopefully you'll get at least some good drugs after your surgery. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So they're out at the pool here and Mm -hmm. Corey Haim starts talking to Corey Feldman about sex stuff. Mm -hmm. Hey, fell dog. How much ass you get? Hey, fell dog. I hate that he calls him fell dog. I hate it very much. And he's like, how many girls you've been with? He's like, "What, what are you talking about? like none how many have you been with (laughs) you're again like 14 and then Corey Haim starts telling him like what happened with this fucking guy and Corey Feldman's like pump the brakes what are you doing yeah what did you tell anyone do other people know like are you okay and Haim is just like you know what forget I said anything don't even worry about it what no 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 so here we are at the set of Lost Boys and Corey Haim is just getting ripped because that Santa Cruz weed is the best shit there is. A giant bong. <laughs> um, and because Corey Feldman's mom is such a fucking mess at this point, they and she was his like chaperone. Mm-hmm. They uh, have a hired a new chaperone to watch over these two young boys to make sure they don't get in trouble. Knock, knock. Here's fucking Marty. 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 Can get thrown out of a fucking window. Yeah, he can get shot directly into the sun. Marty comes in instantly makes some joke like, well, hey, if you're willing to, I am. And then they go off together, him and Corey Haim and Corey Feldman is like, what? What the absolute fuck? Yeah, because Haim is like nonstop talking about how he wants to get laid or something. Mm-hmm. And Feldman just wants to work. And he's like, why don't you just fuck around with Marty? And then we can go back to work, like as a joke, because yeah. he's irritated. Not, I'm sure, not thinking about what Haim had previously told him. And then Haim does it, and Feldman's like, no. Oh my God. What's happening? So Corey Feldman is like, this is fucked up. I have to leave and walk down the middle of a highway, which seems extremely dangerous in the middle of the and night. melodramatic. Um, but he gets picked up by this random chick who is like, hey, why don't you come with me and I'll introduce you to cocaine mm-hmm. and like we'll fuck and party all night long and it'll be aliens. a mess. Oh my God, it's going to yeah. be a mess. And the next morning, he's late to the Lost Boys set. And Joel Schumacher is like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you and fire you from my set. I understand that, like, even though they're children, they have to be professional. But the way that they depicted Joel Schumacher talking to a 13 year old child. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, if this is what really happened, fire that guy into the sun too. Just send all the adult men in this movie into the sun. I always forget. I always get him confused. Is Joel Schumacher the one uh, who had the helicopter crash? Like on the Twilight Zone movie? Or is that somebody else? I'm that David sure. Cronenberg? I always I get them mixed up all of the time. Like, Did Joel Schumacher direct the first Batman movie? 
or a Batman movie? Probably. There's eight thousand. Some everybody's directed one. I just have a memory of him being yes. Okay, so he did like Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, and I have this memory in my mind of Chris O'Donnell saying like. I feel like these like dialogue, this dialogue doesn't really make sense. And Jill Schumacher being like, "Don't worry about it. It's a cartoon. Nobody, nobody will care. Nobody will say anything about this movie if the <laughs> this movie won't go can. down in history as the dumbest thing, as the worst happened. Batman movie ever made." Boy, people did not like that fucking Batman movie. A couple of them, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, are terrible. Yeah, I saw Batman. I think I saw both of them at the theater. At least I know for sure sure I I saw Batman and Robin Mm -hmm. probably multiple times. Thanks, Joel. Wasted a bunch of fucking money at the movie theater in my prime spending days when I had all that liquid cash floating around (laughs) my wallet. We were big on Chris O'Donnell in my house, so I feel like we saw every movie he was in. My God, do you remember White Squall when that movie came out? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> for that teenage a, girls that, that was, was a like good time for teenage girls the non-musical version of newsies essentially it's just like, like a bunch of hot guys it was like the magic mic for our generation <laughs> yeah, seriously <laughs> but there was water on for a reason because they were on a boat not necessarily because women were throwing water at naked men yeah that is true very true where where even are we in this oh, okay. sorry i really got so we were no i went off on joel shoemaker um so Corey Feldman at this point is living with his dad, Patrick Mustache Muldoon, who <laughs> is now his manager and is dirtbag extraordinaire. He's awful. He's so gross. He has hired a young man named Doug. I mean, right there. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't hire a young man named Doug to watch your your young boys. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. I tip your tip your that'll do it okay sorry we were talking about doug doug okay have we phased that name out of our culture yet because i hate that name God, uh, it's it's so bad i'm sorry to all the dogs listening to us right now yeah i know we probably have a lot of them a lot of dogs listening to our <laughs> lifetime movie <laughs> podcast but like doug is an absolute monster Oh, Doug is like, oh, you guys were just like doing a little bit of weed and shroom or coke. Like, mm-hmm. not anymore. You're going to do everything. The bad stuff. The yeah. bad stuff. Crack and heroin. Heroin. The image of two like 13 year old boys smoking crack. It's, I did not like to see that. It's insane. It's in. I think about this all the time. I know I've said it, but like about Drew Barrymore. Yes. This bitch was in rehab when she was like nine years old. Where are the adults? What? Where are the grown-ups? What are we doing? I know. I this know. Is crazy. It is crazy. And clearly this sets a course for a lifetime mm-hmm. of horrible things. And like, yes. yeah, Corey Feldman's been sober for 20 years, but is he okay like no not at all drew barrymore took a long time to get her shit together and i do love her but it doesn't work out like that for everybody no it doesn't honestly drew barrymore she's she's okay because she's like she's got that uh inside sunshine like Mm -hmm. she's just oh she's just adorable i love her she sure is uh when norm mcdonald died i watched his little talk show thing mm-hmm. and he had drew, drew barrymore on one time and he was just so enamored with her Uh-oh. like oh my god you could just see the hearts flying out of his face <laughs> for her it was really fucking cute it was really i love cute. both of them i should watch that yeah oh it was gosh. a it was a very like sweet episode because he's just like fawning over her he's just <laughs> like you're like you're just I just love being around your energy. It's just really like sincere and cute. Um, anyways, uh 13-year-olds doing crack and hair. <laughs> <laughs> so they're at a club and we don't have to take our clothes off comes on. Uh we don't have to take off 
clothes off. And Corey Feldman gets out there and there's like a five minute dance scene with him dancing to the song. It is so stupid. Is that a real song? Yeah, it's on my Supernatural Fitness game. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, I wrote this fake Michael Jackson song is hilarious. No, no. The lyrics are so bad. And it's by it's by a guy. Jermaine oh, Stewart. It's not a Michael Jackson song. No. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I, I mean, maybe it was memory. written for Michael Jackson, and then he was like, "That's far too racy." I'm a Jehovah's Witness. And I can't <laughs> you can't talk about skinny dipping. I can't even infer clothes coming off. Yeah. Um, and then they're doing coke in the bathroom. Does Sam Kinison come in? Is that supposed to be Sam Kinison? There's like a big fat guy with long hair and that stupid hat he used to wear in like a oh, trench coat. Oh, maybe. I, I like, didn't pick up on that, but it's Did seems Sam possible. Kinison do fucking drugs with the Corys? That's fucking gross. You know what? Sam Kinison, not funny. Sorry, not funny. Not funny. <laughs> I don't I don't think just getting up on stage and screaming is I know comedy to me. Not anymore. God damn it. Not anymore. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> We've really evolved since then. A lot more partying. They're at the Playboy Mansion. Just probably one of the grossest Ugh. places I can imagine being in terms of just cleanliness. Oh, yeah. The fluids everywhere. Blech. Blech. Disgusting. At uh, one point, Corey Feldman is talking to Corey Haim about his friendship with Michael Jackson. And mm-hmm. Corey Haim is like, yeah, and what else? Because right. clearly, no. And Corey Feldman gets like really offended and upset about this. Okay, I was going to say, I'm sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but the whole movie, I was like, Corey Feldman has to have had something to do with this because of the way that they're portraying his friendship with Michael Jackson and just like some of the way that things are conveyed. Well, he's definitely the uh, hero of the movie, isn't he? Yes, he is credited a story by. So they must have like consulted with him. This is exactly what happened when I watched the Full House Lifetime movie. Nope. Say by the bell. Mm hmm. And it made Screech look like a real gem, a like t- a literal, like the best one. Oh. And I was like, mm, <laughs> let me look this up. And then it's like Dustin Diamond's story by. And he's so. the one that like none of them talk to in the yeah, end. Because he's a dick. They did that with uh, the R. Temptations R. movie, too. Otis was like the one that was like, Otis is the best one. Everyone else kind of was like a dick at some points. And you're like, (laughs) Otis, I know you were a dick too. (laughs) You're not even like the main, you're like the least important member of the Temptations. It's such an interesting like look into people's views of themselves and like how they choose to rewrite their own histories and stuff. It's so interesting. It's so crazy. And you know, I've been watching the crown and it's like, I don't know. You really wonder about people's lack of self of fucking awareness about themselves in the world, like, and how other people view them. It's, it's just really stunning and shocking how some people just have, no concept of like <laughs> oh i'm actually a huge cunt and everyone doesn't like me mm-hmm. cool that nope. might be on me and not everyone else none of that um also you did you see that the queen has tested positive for covid she's vaccine boosted but she's also she's a also years old so fucking old she's Who so let her fucking get COVID? Old. they're gonna get beheaded charles and camilla they oh. saw her and they both had it and that's another thing that's annoying about this fucking show is that it's done right now and a new season will be coming out like in November, but we're just getting to the divorce of Charles, mm-hmm. Charles and Diane. So I have to like wait for that. I have to wait. Oh, that's slow. This is slow. I need to like do some fact checking on this too, because uh, I don't know how accurate a lot of it is. I mean, I know obviously a lot of the historical things are, but I want to know about the fucking nitty gritty. I know. 
Like, did she really just have a bunch? Did Diana have a bunch of men just like coming in and out of the fucking royal place where she lived? I hope so. Like all of the time. (laughs) I mean, that's awesome. But also like, damn. Right. You boys like boys. You you people really just didn't give a fuck. Like, you don't give a fuck. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's one point where... Corey Haim like comes back home to his house with his mom and dad and he like crashes his car into, <laughs> into the big metal garbage cans and his mom goes, Corey's home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like she said it so, like such a, oh, hi. Oh, he's here. And then he comes in and they confront him about his California vitamins they found in his room, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I am like, that's uh, my new favorite word. (laughs) (laughs) I need a refill on my California vitamins. Um, Oh, and they're also like, your life is spiraling out of control. We're going to get a divorce. (laughs) This will help, right? (laughs) Like, why not send him to rehab? And then when he's doing a little better, then you can tell him. You don't have to tell him right away. I mean, he's so busy. Like, he probably isn't at home. He wouldn't even notice if you guys weren't living together anyway. Exactly. We're going to cut to Corey Feldman. Sleepy on a couch because he has taken pills. Something. He's fucked up. And here's Doug. Fucking Doug. I really hate this guy. Me too. So Doug comes over on the couch and is like, just casually flipping through a playboy as you do but like being skeezy with Corey Mm -hmm. Feldman and Corey like passes out right and Doug is like cool I will undo your pants and go down on you like while you're passing out what in the world what is wrong with everyone I don't know I don't know I don't know um, and I don't even know if Corey Feldman is aware this happened. I mean, maybe he is. He, it shows like his eyes open and like glazed over. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he's not really with it. But yeah. it was it was tough. The number of grown men telling teen boys to just relax in this movie was very upsetting to me. You seem really tense. Um, just rub your shoulders. So Corey Feldman is really like having a hard time right now. He goes to talk to Michael Jackson. Tells Michael Jackson that his dad is putting him on Hollywood squares. And Michael Jackson is like, <laughs> not on my fucking watch. <laughs> I thought this was so cute. First of all, the guy who was playing Michael Jackson. I kind of loved him. I know. I know. He was like the best part of the movie. Although his lipstick was a little distracting to me because I'm like, nobody's lips are that color. No one's lips are that color. But yeah, he was really, he was cute. So he calls Corey Feldman's dad and he's like, you're going to put him on fucking Hollywood squares. Oh, you are? Okay, great. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) His dad doesn't doesn't take advice from Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's insane. I know. It's the biggest star in the world at this point. <laughs> and you're like, my mustache told me to put him on. So, yeah. So, uh, Corey Feldman goes out and tries for the lead role in, is it Licensed to Drive? I think that's what the name of that. Oh, is. that must be it. Yeah. So, he goes out for the main role in that. And, you know, he fucking bombs his audition, doesn't mm-hmm. do well. Corey Haim also goes Rushes. out for it. The casting director was like, <laughs> Ha-ha! We found him. <laughs> yeah, he was having a great time watching that audition. But little drama because oh, Corey Haim said he wasn't going to try out for that role, mm-hmm. and it kind of put a bit of a divide between these two because Corey Haim gets it, and like it fucking sucks. So they talk it out. Uh, they're going to go to Big Boy, right? But Feldman's like, first, I got to go pull some money out of the ATM to pay for our feast at Big Boy. I didn't know they were going to Big Boy. I missed yeah, that. They said, let's oh, go I haven't to Big thought about Boy. Big Boy in so long. Yeah, because it's fucking gross. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about Big Boy the last <sighs> time I think I went there? Sure. 
<laughs> um, I had a sandwich and there were hairs on it. Oh. And I, I pointed it out to the waiter who kind of looked like he also was obsessed with Michael Jackson. And he said, oh, two minor hairs. And then waited for like me to respond. <laughs> two minor hairs. What does he think that means? <laughs> what? <laughs> Two We're not classifying hairs minor hairs. Yeah, I guess it's like a hair is a hair, babe. I mean, I guess you could consider a head hair more minor than like a pubic hair on and your. They food. looked more like pubic hairs. They were little. <gasps> so maybe that's what he meant. They were in the the minor area, the like the underneath <laughs> the Ursa Minor. <laughs> yeah. The Elias Minor. Oh yeah. Ew. So fucking gross. This is what you get for going boy. to big boy. I guess. <laughs> it's my own fault. It was. Sorry to victim victim <laughs> shame. But <laughs> so he go Corey Feldman goes to the ATM to pull out his wad of cash to pay for big boy. And uh-oh. No funds available. What the fuck? This is insane. So he goes to some shitty little bar where his dad is playing in a band with the worst song. But I honestly was like, did they get the fucking lead singer for Foreigner to do this? Because it sounded like a famous singer. It It is. It did. And that guy was doing the worst job I've ever seen of lip syncing. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. (laughs) It was fantastic. Um, So Corey Feldman's like, hey. Uh, there's no money. What the fuck is going on? His dad's like, calm down. I got you an audition for a PBS movie. Just <laughs> settle down. And then Corey Feldman's like, you know what? I think I need to fire you as my manager because you suck as a manager and you also suck as my dad. And can you just be good at one thing? Please? Right. Fair, fair request. Yes, totally fair request. But his dad says, mm, if I'm not your manager, I'm not your dad. Wow. Again, I I am 16 years old. So he takes his parents to court to get emancipated. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Like, but they also take the rest of his money. They take all of his money. They take all of his money. I couldn't believe the detail that his mom showed up with the dad, with the dad and was like on him at court. I was livid yeah so you don't care about this kid at no all. you no. just want that 40 grand yeah she's she bitch. was bad she was bad mm. i wonder if he's like talked to her probably not i hope not i hope not um so now let's see oh, this is your favorite part uh the burbs <laughs> we're on the set of the burbs and Corey feldman has to deliver like literally one line and oh my god, he cannot do it. And my little silly boyfriend is just clacking that thing <laughs> non like 75 takes. And his face, he's like, take 49. <laughs> Here we go again. And then the guy who was supposed to be Tom Hanks is like, oh boy, boy, oh boy. I no did boy not now. understand that's who he was supposed to be until I looked at the IMDb page and I was like, <laughs> Tom Hanks like I know he's in the burbs but what well I had to look up who gave him the pep talk because I thought I was like is that who I think it's supposed uh, yeah, to be yeah I, I had, had to, to look check. it up uh but he goes and sits down takes a hot break because he is fucking up his shit bad Did you think he was going so he was coming out of the house every time to say his line did it look to you like he was also doing another line, like a yeah, line towards of the end? Okay, yeah, because yeah. he's sniffing and stuff. Okay, so he goes and sits down, and then Princess Queen Majesty of yes. the Galaxy, Carrie Fisher, comes over to him and is like, "Hey, I'm not gonna fucking lecture you, mm-hmm. but I see where this is going, and like you're too talented and young to." fucking go through this like I hope you get a hold of this and I know what this is like and it's just like what a queen honestly I know I have goosebumps just thinking about that was my favorite scene I know amazing just such an open Mm -hmm. 
understanding person. Yeah. Yeah. To just be like, Hey babe, you're struggling. I was, I struggled too. And like, it's okay. I don't, she just, yeah. And she says like, I've seen the bottom and I hope that you never have to. Mm -hmm. And that's like what really seems to click with him. And I was like, and once I found out he was like part of making this movie, I was like, wow, that must've really like resonated with him. That must've been that he would put it in in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, well, he does. Yeah, but he does say like, because eventually after that, that's when he's talking talking to Corey Haim Mm -hmm. about trying to go to rehab. But um, before that, there's they're staying at the Four Seasons for some movie tour, and Corey Feldman can't sleep, so he gets up, and Corey Haim has just transformed the floor that they're on into a just raging party he's bowling with champagne bottles (laughs) and from like now until the end of the movie Corey feldman is wearing like a michael jackson outfit (laughs) it like the whole rest of the movie yeah it's so crazy it's so and it's not that he couldn't sleep because it was too noisy he was trying to write a song yeah play the guitar So Corey Feldman is just like, this is a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go drive with my bag of cocaine. And he gets pulled over and says, you know where I should put this bag of coke is in the glove compartment, which is where the registration is that I'm going to get in your seat or in your your pants or or something like, yeah, like sit on it. (laughs) Sit sit on it, man. So, of course, he gets arrested. Um, but don't worry. After he gets arrested, I think that he really is seeing the light and he's trying to get Corey Haim to go to rehab together. Uh, but Corey Haim is like, no, fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. You can just go by yourself. So he does. And Corey Haim is supposed to pick him up. But he doesn't. Why doesn't he pick him up? Because he has OD'd the side of his pool mm-hmm. and then his mom finds him and rushes him to the hospital and he's in cardiac arrest mm-hmm. and then we cut to 15 years later and this is when the newscast is going on talking <laughs> about like what washed up assholes they are rude and then he goes two Corys more like who Cory <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was awful not even funny man well earlier the jewish the jolt not the jew anything i'm so sorry wow the joel schumacher part he's like yeah he was kind of a dick but he's the first one to call us the two Corys. that okay that doesn't make him smart or anything just like there were two of you and he said it in a sentence right like it's not like a funny it doesn't take any cleverness to come up with that no it doesn't at all uh Corey Feldman is uh, oh this is when he's at like the managers or mm-hmm. talent agent whatever and there's a little kid who recognizes him and he goes oh hey your mouth from uh the Goonies he's like yeah and he goes what'd you do with all your money <laughs> <laughs> and I was like damn this little eight-year-old knows a lot about Corey Feldman's financial situation but then he was he like clarifies. from the treasure from the goodies <laughs> you know mister it was really funny though so was like, it was really funny because then we do find out shortly after that he is eighty thousand dollars in debt yeah yikes bro yeah it's not good this is when the guy from mr show is like all right uh i have a reality show for you and Corey feldman is like i need the real money though i need the real good stuff i need it <laughs> Uh, Corey Haim at this point is living with his mom in Toronto, I believe. Mm-hmm. Some little house. She has cancer. Mm. And he's popping pills. Her pills. Her pills. Cool. Her pills. Oh, and he drinks milk straight out of the garden. Two Blech. strikes, bro. Blech. Reunion. I just said reunion. Oh, Felt yeah. Felt ridic- takes his kid. Oh, yeah. To Corey Haim's like roller hockey league or something. <laughs> Corey Feldman is wearing a ridiculous like 
embroidered vest and a oh fedora. He did love his fedoras. And I do think it's funny that he was like, all right, I'll be involved in this movie, but you better make sure that the hat game is strong. I need to know what this fedora bunch it is. <laughs> I'll take a pay cut. You can just borrow mine. Yeah, I have a closet full of them. Um, so they're going to do a reality show with Corey Haim living with him and his wife. Sounds awesome. And Corey Haim is like, mm, really, my pot of gold at the end of my rainbow is Lost Boys 2. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I want in my life. Lost Boys 2. I mean, really, it's the only thing I want in my life. Too. But the studio doesn't want him because he's a fucking hot mess. And they can't get him insured or anything. So Corey Feldman drops the bomb and he's pissed and he keeps going on about how it's like a cameo role that he's being offered in Lost Boys 2. That Feldman like fought for with the studio to get him anything. And Corey Haim is like, fuck you. It's like you haven't worked in 15 years because you overdosed at the age of 14, man. Jesus. Nice. Um, so, but, and he also has to go to rehab. Mm-hmm. That's one of the conditions. So Corey Feldman picks him up to take him to rehab. And Haim is like, all right, but first we're going to go get a drink. Isn't he already drunk too? Yeah, he's, he's like already fucked around. up. Yeah, yeah, he's already fucked up. So they, Corey Feldman is like, well, okay, that makes sense. I guess <laughs> you we should probably get you a drink. So they go get some margs and tacos and it is a hot mess. It's just like they're blowing up at each other, blaming each other for like being molested mm-hmm. when it's like, babes, it's not either of your faults. It is all of the adults around you that really let you down. They somehow stumble into an alley. They're fighting in an alley. My God. But then... He takes him to rehab. Yeah, he just drops him off. Drops him off at rehab. And whatever, hey, whatever's going to get you there, I guess. <laughs> Fighting after a margarita taco-fueled evening, sure. So they're at the Playboy Mansion again. This is So this is three years later. Yeah, right? three years later. They're at the Playboy Mansion. They see each other. It's just hugs, kiss, not kisses, but. <laughs> hugs and kisses. <laughs> hugs and kisses. <laughs> They go see the sunrise and it's all very sweet and like, mm-hmm. oh, I love you. I love you too. Blah, 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 blah. And then Corey dies. The end. Yeah, man. Rough yeah. Stuff. It was just a bummer. It is a bummer because they, I think both of them were quite talented. Like mm-hmm. they were good little actors and man. The frog boys a, forever. Adults can just really fuck you up. I yeah working with young kids has really shown me how how soon we start destroying their souls Mm -hmm. and it is a very depressing part of my job yes yeah that was one of the hardest parts about working with little kids is like I don't know you can see like you can see it start oh no you're like three you're four why are you saying these things or why is your mom saying this thing to you like I can see what this you're is going to do. Four years old, and we're clearing the classroom because you're having such a big meltdown that you are destroying things. And then the next day, you punch another four year old in the face. Like, guess where you saw that? That's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you're trying to process this as a four year old because adults don't know how to fucking keep it out of your face it's so upsetting that's so fucking gross i don't know i mean just don't put your kid in hollywood and just don't have a kid if you're a dick and are gonna like pimp them out for money like your kids don't owe you anything no let's just make that clear it's so gross it's so gross the I guess Corey Haim's family wasn't as bad, like, but still it's just a questionable thing to do Mm -hmm. to put your child in stardom. Like, like, why would you want a lot of work to give them a normal life? Right. I feel like 
maybe somehow it's gotten a little bit better now for younger kids but I don't know because I'm not I know but it's like you see the the ones from our generation Mm -hmm. like um Mara Wilson who really had like an ideal upbringing with her and then she was like oh I got out of Hollywood immediately because it's like so fucking gross like she had such good sense though to like yeah be able to fall back on her family who was supportive and good but like oh it's just nasty it's just so nasty i feel like every day i see a new headline i was just looking up cory monteith from glee because i was like oh another cory who died of an overdose way too young um but every day it's like youtube star dead at 23 tiktok star dead at 28 and i'm like what is happening it's sad and gross. I don't know. Social media is bad. Like I even know with myself, I'm just on it too mm-hmm. fucking much, but like, thank God it wasn't around when I was growing up and like, I know influenced by that. I'm, I'm so thankful that Abby is like, Oh <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. Any of that. Just like, good. Don't don't like it it's all stupid I know it's, it's all the so worst scary. it's, it's so scary. all of the worst you could put up the best picture of yourself and somebody will be like hey tubbo yeah right it's like who are you nobody ah it's just gross fucking nasty so anyways guys that was the tale of two Corys, and it is not an uplifting one <laughs> No, it's not. But I'm glad we did a little shift from mm-hmm. the the norm. Crazy murder stuff. I'm sure we'll go back to it next week. I'm sure we will. Oh, uh, you got any exciting plans for the rest of the day? Oh no. Me I neither. Can't really do anything. Maybe some jackbox. Ooh, really? Yeah. You want me to let you know if we decide to do it? Yeah, will you? Because I like Jackbox. Yeah, we've been doing it with my friend from work and her husband, and it's very fun. Yeah, I love Jackbox. Uh, yeah, let me know if you do that, because Danny will be um, podcasting later, so I'll just be okay. sitting around doing nothing. Uh, yeah, surgery on Tuesday, so uh, probably be watching a lot of dumb shit. All right. Or reading more than usual. All right. Well, got a lot of time to watch some good Lifetime movies and pick a really good one for next week. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch multiples before I make a choice. Yeah, you weren't. (laughs) You weren't. Is that all you do it every week? (laughs) I watch like five and then I tell you which one is best. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) All right. Well, everyone, have a good week. Stay warm. It's almost spring. It's almost spring. Hang All in right. there. Take care. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.